That's amazing. I should use it as an alarm. It's so loud. <laughs> so much. Okay. I think we're... Are we... Okay. So... Um... Okay. I guess we're starting. Um... Yay. We're such babies. Finally started. Um... So... Our, uh, our adventure is going to begin with a party, like old times, getting a message from Prince Caleb. He's um, not a prince anymore. No, he's not. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, character development. Um, he is yep. now just kind of... Oh, he does have a title. Um, he's now technically an ambassador. Caleb is working as an ambassador for Tim Schill and the Etudon crew uh, around the world. Around the world, So he is sending out a mis- message to the party. Finley, who is now the captain of the Royal Guard, however, has to stay because it is training weekend. <laughs> oh, Makes no. sense. Summer. Yeah. Andre is very sad. Yeah, poor Andre. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the rest of the party is at their new building. They have a new little meeting place for the Night Council, um, which is their partner group, basically. Um, And it's this kind of circular building, very, like... For some reason, I get very big, like, that building in the the prequels trilogy. (laughs) (laughs) Very, just very more fantasy than than sci-fi. Just big circle kind of deal, you know. Circle, circle, <laughs> round. We all have one round. brain cell this morning. I see. <laughs> hey, at least he didn't say rounds around the round town. Oh my god! Listen. <laughs> okay, okay, guys. I I bully myself. It's fine. Uh. Anyway. So. Um. You guys are entering this building. You've been in here a few times before. It's not brand new to the party. So this is kind of your base of operations. And in your main meeting room, uh, there's Caleb just sitting there looking through some stuff. And he looks more stressed than you've seen him in a while, but less stressed than he looks normally. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) He's like, he's very clearly intent on looking into whatever is whatever he is. He's like flipping through books, pulling one down and then grabbing another, flipping through it, seeing something, putting it down, grabbing another. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where you see him. Like, I don't think he even notices you come in. He's just like, freaking whatever. Uh... <laughs> uh, can Sari give him a hug and be like, hi? Oh, yes. Yes, she can. <laughs> Uh, Sari runs up to him and just, like, gives him a hug from behind and goes, Hi! Uh, what you doing? You look kind of stressed. Are you okay? He, like, kind of shakes for a second and goes, Oh, hey, sis! Um, oh, you guys made it. Oh, man, I'm... <laughs> I'm not you used to... You, you good? Yeah, I'm not used to doing, like, adventure work. I'm used... I'm, I... Yeah, we did I, take I, a break. We did, a really good one. <laughs> It was a nice vacation. For sure. It was boring. Uh, 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rowan, Andre, Galdrea, Jitter, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, Alright, so as much as I want to catch up with you guys, we can do that on the way. Um, how do you guys feel about a little mountain expedition? Sounds interesting. Huh. Um, we've been to this mountain before but we've never gone inside it really wait what okay we're going going in a mountain Mm mhm the mountain the ice cat mount it is and Caleb like pulls out a book and shows them this big like almost all entirely icy mountain and he just goes uh, the ice the ice mount is one of the oldest uh, formations here in Etudon, and it's where our snow spirit friend Delilah lives. Oh, so we're going to visit Delilah, kind of. Kind of. Um, when she she sent me a message through magic and said that she's been feeling another presence in the mountain. That's not just her form. And so she wanted us to investigate, but that means going deeper into the mountain. That's a little terrifying to think about. Do we have any idea what... scarier things. True, but do we have any idea what this thing might be? Um, that's what I've been actually looking into. And he just, like, grabs a big, like, comedically oversized book and drops it on his head. <laughs> all the history of Etudon in one volume. Why did my father do this? <laughs> oh no! Well, I guess wow, that's one that's thing a, we can thank him for. That's that's a really <laughs> big book. See, usually when books are this big, they split them into volumes. Not my father. <laughs> Is it I at mean, least I like tabbed or something? <laughs> what about? Now? Is it at least tabbed or something? <laughs> of course not. Oh, God. So, I, I, is there I chapter titles? Uh, there are chapter titles and there are pictures. What were you saying, Andre? I was just, just I, I suppose it's nice to have all the information in one place, I guess. I is guess. he a reliable narrator, though? Your dad was kind of evil. Oh, he didn't write it. He just stole it. Ah, oh, he stole it. That's comforting. Where do you okay. steal it from? I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. Also, my father's, corruption, my father's corruption goes far beyond me. And so he just like opens the oh. door. Oh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Rowan will give him like a little, like, it's okay. <laughs> that said, he just flips it open and just spins it around and just shows them like more about the mountain. Um, and just goes, the only history that really happened to the ice mount before Delilah is one of the old lords of Timchel used it to mine out resources. Mm. Um, It was back when the town was very new, like before my time. Back when it was a human settlement, actually. Um, And he just like shows you guys this and he goes, the lord himself wasn't that great by all accounts. Because it's clear that in the margins, my father said that he was doing a great job, which is like ease for we shouldn't think he's doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, probably not. That said, um, 
Apparently, he would bring in groups of Genasi, and they would mine out the mountain due to their innate magical abilities with the elements. But mm-hmm. one day, there was a supposed cave-in, and no one saw the mining crew ever again. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't know if I like that. (laughs) So they're either alive in there, or they're not alive. Right. They're either- we're either dealing with a rescue op, or ghosts. Mm. Well, I mean, we do know a lot of ghosts. We do, and we've actually managed to be friends with a couple- You know what? Important! (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a little bit important to the plot. It's at least reassuring. Yeah, yeah we've dealt with ghosts. Sorry, I'm breaking the fourth wall. Galdrea is. She kind of like looks at Galdrea. Sort of ghost. I'm From not ghost. at all realm? ghost, but thank you. Ghost realm. Shadow. Raven. Shadowfell, yeah. yes. Mm. The place of ghosts. Sure. Mm. Sure. Place of, the place of the dead? Kinda? Closer. It's 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 a arbitrary thing. It doesn't matter. We're not in the Shadowfell. I can. Yeah, that's true. But, try my best. <laughs> yeah. Point being, we know we know ghosts. We know liches. We know clones. So we can probably deal with anything except for skeletons. I don't think we've ever fought skeletons before. Sorry, I, I have like something they to tell be very you. Hard to kill. What? You have a skeleton inside of your body. She looks down and screams. <laughs> no, I didn't mean to scare you. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Okay. This is a weird day. Caleb, do you want to continue with your exposition? <laughs> I was just gonna say that we should head to the mountain, and that maybe we could bring our sleds, because we might be able to sled in to some of the earlier corridors, and reduce, oh. our, reduce our time in the mountain by a good margin. Um, We're gonna go sledding? Heck yeah. What's a sled? They, a don't, they, don't, they don't have sleds in the Shadowfell. What is that? It's like Jitter gasps. <laughs> it's a sled. It's like Will someone smarter than me explain this. It's like a thing made out of wood that um it's kind of like mm, it's, it's like a means of, of travel, but it's also fun. <laughs> yes, but it's like it's it's usually made out of wood and it's kind of flat but there's a part on the top that you can grip onto or or sometimes they're more like um they have a little bit more structure than that that would be like a very simple uh sled that she could learn through experience okay yeah we do have to get over there before dark i would love to not spend 15 minutes talking about pancakes (laughs) god (laughs) i have no idea what you mean by that Uh uh-huh And I'm going to do a scene cut. (laughs) Fun. And so you guys are entering the mountain. And you guys know the main entrance because uh, you've spoken with Delilah before. There's like a 
a means in that's a little bit higher up that requires a little bit of climbing, but it's not so bad. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to say that you guys, after a little bit, maybe a half hour that you don't, of just climbing and probably trying to explain more about what a sled is to Galdrea. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys end up in that main hub, if you will, that main bit, the one like carved out room made by mm-hmm. Delilah. And there she is. And she is this almost phantasm spirit covered in like white garments with these beautiful like white markings on her face. And she just looks very motherly. And mm-hmm. uh, is like this phantasm in the room that just kind of look as soon as you walk in, the cold of the mountain just fades into warmth, and she's kind of just sitting there and smiling at you guys, and doesn't really wave, but just kind of like acknowledges your presence with a nod. Hey there, Delilah. <laughs> <laughs> I I get in there, and I'm just like, ah. Curse my tiny legs! Oh. <laughs> I, we could have oh. carried you. That's nice and warm. Okay. Oh, hey, Delilah. The, she kind of smiles a bit and gestures to Caleb, who goes, Wait, do you want me to- Oh, right. Delilah's still reforming her power. Um, she gave a lot of it up during our final fight all that time ago against the dragon. So while she's managed to regain her physical form, her telepathy is still- on the fritz. So, <clears throat> so uh, I'll do my best to interpret for her, for her. Basically, all she knows is that there's a presence deeper in the mountain. She's not sure if it's all the way at the bottom or if it's just deeper in general, but she knows that if we were to go in there, she could track us up to a point and provide some help up to a point. There's a certain level at which her magic can't reach, but that's not that's that would be very deep, so mm. she's hoping that that wouldn't be the case. But for most of it, we'll be having some help from her in terms of dealing with some of the more tight corridors and other things like that. Okay, all right then. Uh, Sounds like fun. Jitter just kind of looks at Galdrea and just goes like, "Okay, so when you sled, you can either sit down or stand up. Depends on the sled. Depends how you're feeling. And then you push off, and you just let gravity do the rest. It's so much fun." So, are you deliberately falling down a slope? Basically, you're falling with style. Sort of. You have you 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 let yourself fall, sort of, but there's that that the, the sled itself provides something for you to, you know, slide down on so you're not just tumbling down head over heels. <laughs> Is this one of like those things? You on the sled, you hold the rope, and then you lean forward and the sled starts going, and you just enjoy the rope. It's like a cart. It's like a cart without wheels. Like a sleigh? I still don't know what runners. that is. My favorite this is one of the Frost things. Walkers is the one where they talked about sleds for a long time. <laughs> Jenner, is this one of those things I'm going to have to just try to understand? Yes, absolutely. So okay. much fun! You're gonna love it. All right. <laughs> and I think Caitlin just goes like, "Okay, I can't believe we're doing this. I can't believe this is what we're doing today. I was going to meet Anna for coffee, but here we are." <laughs> 
And you and just- this is fun. This is more fun than coffee. Coffee's gross. I would love some coffee right now. I'm as as long as I've lived in Timshaw, I'm still not used to the cold, and I still don't like it. <laughs> you just see like Delilah hear that. You hear Delilah hear that, and just like like rub her her chin with her fingers, and just like gets like a bit of like a glint in her eyes, and like points at Andre, and then does like a pantomime of like putting her fists up to fight and then points at her again no. and then drop does like an image like a, a pantomime of the sun <laughs> you need to fight the sun Kaylin's going like, I think she's saying if you if you do this then she can try and make things warmer oh manipulation I think she okay. can maybe <laughs> if we if we help her out here Okay, I I thought that she was telling me to fight her for saying I didn't like the cold because snow spirit and all. Okay, oh. I like that much better. <laughs> I thought she was telling you to fight the sun. <laughs> yes, yes, sorry. Um, I, don't know I mean, I if anyone could, it'd be, it'd be Andre. Oh, thank you, sorry. I thought Nico's voice. <laughs> okay, this is fun. But let's get sledding. And he like is the first one to go down. And there's like a couple seconds of quiet and then you just hear screaming. One hundred percent. Andre's next. What is Fine. the marching order of this toboggan ride? <laughs> I Calum, Andre, Sari's run getting a running start, so if someone goes before her, she will bump into them. <laughs> um, does Rowan have Coco with her or no? Uh, do you want her to have Coco with her? Yes, I want to actually use Coco this time because I always <laughs> bring her with me and I don't use her, so I'm gonna do it this time. For those who so, don't yes. know, Coco is a guard drake, a purple guard drake, because, yes. because well, I don't know, I have fun. <laughs> yeah, um, we all get pets. We you all have pets, and I, it's because I love you. So, um, <laughs> instead of a sled, Rowan has Coco. Just yes. screaming. Well, down well, no, 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 no. Coco is pulling the sled. Oh, that's adorable. Okay. Aww. So cute. Rowan's so, not large enough to get a lot of, like, traction. So, she just, yeah. like, moves five feet and then just has to kind of scoot. Yeah. Right on Coco on top of a sled. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, wait. I did actually Big Bob sled. Actually, you know what? I changed my mind. Rowan doesn't have a sled. I think B, didn't I make Coco a mount that I could have? You did take oh, the no. mount feet and you did and I did allow you to make Coco the guard drake your mount because you are a halfling. So Okay. Okay. I see I feel like Rowan would just use the sled because that's more practical, but her just riding Coco is funnier. So I'm to- I'm torn. I don't know what she should do. You fell off and Coco, and Coco comes in for the save, and now you're riding Coco. There you go. Okay. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and I think the last two down are Gal and Jitter, huh? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And he- Jitter just kind of takes a second and goes like, do you want me to ride on your sled? Would that help? Just knowing that I'm there. Can two people ride on a sled? 
depends on how big the sled is, but if you give me two seconds and some plywood, and he just, you just see like, <laughs> show oh God. <laughs> I love him so much. Where did you get that from? Exactly. <laughs> He's jitter. Don't question him. He's got a really big bag of holding. <laughs> he has a bag of holding that has his tools and just about anything he'd need. That's great. Jitter is fucking my re- Jitter is my take on just like the bullshit uh, technology of the Phineas and Ferb show so bad. <laughs> See, I no, thought you, you were about to say that Jitter's bag of holding is your take on Dora's backpack. I hate that. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Nope. It has whatever you need. Fucking Gal's just she she just takes the plunge and as soon as this lead starts moving she is just screaming <laughs> oh and so i want you guys to do your first roll 43 minutes into this um <laughs> you guys will be um i guess just uh acrobatics or athletics or whatever whatever acrobatics, you acrobatics please okay. uh, hey b hey yeah. b as a swashbuckler, I have a feature where I can use bonus action to give myself advantage on any acrobatics or athletics check. Can I give myself advantage on this? <laughs> you like, just... Yes. Thank yes. you. <laughs> All right. Just as you're sliding down, you just get this like piratey glint, and you're just like, ah, it's a vessel. I can control this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. that was really good. I got a 19. Nice. Andre Luck, don't fail me now. That is a 16 plus 9. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, so. Andre's just a 26. Nice. I, uh, I, I rolled a 29. <laughs> Hell <Really>? yeah. <laughs> I have so a plus 15. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 15? Jesus Christ. You have a plus 15? <laughs> plus Holy shit. 15. Jesus. Wow! Sorry. Sorry is OP as heck. It makes sense, though. She does cartwheel everywhere. She does. Everywhere. And she's very proficient in expert acrobatics. And she has expertise in it. That <laughs> makes sense. She's got 15. I guess yeah. we should actually take this second to say what everyone's classes are, because... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, monk Bard. Monk was bard. monk? No, is bard. Why not both? Sorry, is a monk bard. Monk bard. Uh, uh, Rowan is a druid. Rowan's a druid. Clem and Jitter are just wizards. Nope, sorry. Clem, Clem. is a wizard. <laughs> Clem is a wizard rogue. Caleb's a wizard rogue. Clem is what we call Caleb sometimes as a joke. Joking shorthand. No, yeah. None of the yeah, characters yeah. have ever called him Clem, and that needs to change. <laughs> it's gonna be sorry. It has to be. Um, oh, Andre is a, a. I would laugh if he was just like, "Don't call me that." <laughs> Andre is a a rogue fighter. Yeah, rogue uh, Eldritch Knight, multi-class. Yes. And Galdre is a swashbuckler rogue. Yeah. There's a lot of rogues in here. <laughs> I never realized that. We Damn, have a lot okay. of we've got a lot of sneaky boys. Sneaky boys. Now, I guess I should make clear. Uh, Andre is like primary rogue, secondary fighter. Caleb is primary wizard, secondary rogue. Yeah. yeah. Two or three levels of rogue, and everyone's about level 15 for this one shot. 
So, uh, yes. So, you guys slide down, and I can't put pictures, so that's fine. But uh, if you know what a moulin is in a glacier, mm, it's just big rock. It's just this big cut in an ice sheet. It's, it, it looks like something out of an amusement park for like a toboggan slide thing. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, cool. It, it looks, but it's it's so intimate. It's so cool. I love nature. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, as you guys slide down this thing, you're you're hearing rushing water. You guys have those ac- those ac- acrobatics and athletics checks are really good, though. So you guys manage to stay on them fairly consistently. You mm-hmm. guys are hearing this rushing water. You're feeling like splashes on occasion. This this ice ride is turning part water ride, and you don't know how to feel. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm, and as you guys are going down, um, <clears throat> Galdrea, you're in the back, right? I'm way in the back. Yeah. I need you to make me a perception check. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, please be good. Nat twenty, baby. You Wait. and me. I've been fucking on a lately. Jesus. That's awesome. You hear like this grumble oh no from behind you <clears throat> not very directly behind you but like far off as if it like but you just hear it like pass through just this low rumbling sound does it sound like a thing or does it sound like it's going something's going to collapse and kill us all it sounds like it is moving from place to place uh there's like a low uh, grunt as these like massive steps hit, and as these steps go around, you just hear uh, this. J- Jitter. Yes. I hear something behind us. Well, that's not good. It and sounds he- large. Hmm. He just kind of like puts his goggles down and starts looking. <clears throat> and I'm gonna roll for Jitter. He got a crit. Nice. <laughs> So be, be thankful that that DM role was on a helpful NPC. Hell yeah. So Jitter just goes, oh, I see something. It looks like... Huh. <laughs> Caldrea, what are you seeing? Caldrea. Remember yes. how Caleb said that there were like, could be like, things in the ice? Yes. Um, I think I know what he means now. Okay, could you just tell me, please? <laughs> oh, right. Think like a golem. You know your elementals? Think that, but icy. Oh, God. Oh. Um, you should pass the word up like... back. Uh... And <clears throat> as you tell the then Jitter just kind of like flies over in front of everyone to let them know. Again, I sent it to you guys in private. This thing starts like using its body as its own sled. It is this oh big golem made entirely of ice, like icicles and, and stalagmites, with these like white, almost like <clears throat> ivory horns with it, oh, and it's just like out its belly sliding behind you guys, and you hear the scraping of its claws up against the ice flow. It's a slip and slide. <laughs> <laughs> and Caleb just turns around and goes, "Oh, what the." F- language always something why can't we all thank you sorry by the way why can't we (laughs) 
just have like a nice adventure where like things don't try to kill us. We've only been in here for like 10 minutes. Caitlin just goes I like- I can't we do anything nice. Jitter just it's... kind of sees it and just goes, hey, it's slowing down. Like really slowing down. Uh, is I that a good that. thing? I think it means that it's stuck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And Jitter just, like, watches as this thing tries to, like, pull itself forward, but it's oh, made no. of ice and it's scraping on ice and it's really <laughs> unproductive. And this, and this intimidation tactic has kind of backfired severely. <laughs> Amazing. And Jitter just kind of, like, looks, tells everyone that and then just, like, pulls down on his eye and sticks his tongue out at the thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's just, like, inching forward. Uh, should we try attack it or should we just keep going we need i think the better option is just like speed up if possible you guys are going way fast like you're you're starting to not see this thing in your in your rear anymore yeah that's fine (laughs) let's just leave it and maybe it'll forget about us or maybe it's so heavy that this whole ice flow will break oh i get it now (laughs) You get oh, what? You get what? Jitter. It's a very heavy giant ice thing on a small flue of ice. I don't think it was trying to catch us. I think it was trying to, you know. And you just hear snapping sounds. Oh no. Oh, oh no. Uh, well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Can and any of the mages do anything about this? <laughs> I can mend, but can you mend ice? <laughs> oh, like wait. Touching ice over and over again, just touch. Wait, I might have something. <laughs> what do you got? Um. Oh, okay. I have mold earth, and I also have shape water. Ice is technically just water, but frozen. Could I do something with shape water? Are you just, like, repacking the ice as, <laughs> as you're going behind you? <laughs> Uh, maybe, yes, if if that can, I love it, it's creative as hell, yes. If that can, if that can, like, save our asses in this situation, then yes, I'm doing that. You're, like, repacking on ice as it's starting to crumble, you're just like, nope, putting it on top, nope, putting it on top, nope. Yeah, 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 as it's falling away, I'm, like, replace, yeah. Thank you, Rowan, for being useful and not scaring me. (laughs) Thank you. Give her a thumbs up. Jitter just turns to Galdrera. You got to admit, until it was an actual threat, it was kind of funny. It 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 was it was pretty it was pretty entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and you guys finally make it to the end of this flue, and because it's kind of shattered, it reaches like a point, and then there's a bit of a drop, and mm. and Jitter's just like, "Ooh, <laughs> it's like a roller coaster, but worse." <laughs> I have the blueprints for it back home. I'll show you later. It's going to be great. Is it like a train? (laughs) Kind of. Think a train, but more fun. (laughs) 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 Like, go over this big (laughs) jump. And and roll acrobatics one more time for that superhero landing. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. That's a 30. (laughs) Holy crap. Alright, garbage. Thank you, sorry, Dice. You're very blessed. Ah. Thir- 13. <laughs> so 
no, I got a seven. Oh, no. Uh, okay, hold on. So I, 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 I rolled a two, but oh, no. I have this thing, reliable talent. When you make an ability check that lets you add yeah, baby. <laughs> you can treat d20 rolls nine and, and below as a ten. So that is a nineteen still. Hell yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> can be since I rolled a thirty. Can I catch Rowan? I yeah. want to do like a really cool. She does three flips in the air and lands perfectly, and then catches Rowan. Wow! <laughs> can I do that? Yes, you have a thirty. You are the god of this world. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> your job. But okay. And uh, Jitter rolled an eighteen, so he kind of like used his wings to just nest, like land safely on his toe, and uh, yes. just as like a little like hands up in the air, ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> Jitter is baby. <laughs> but uh, Rowan's just like ah oh. Hi, sorry. <laughs> and I, I you. you and go Kay- for And Caleb just <laughs> face. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Oops. I hate this mountain. <laughs> <laughs> she just like pats his shoulder. There, there. <laughs> That's it's really just- funny in my head. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, catch Rowan and then right next to her. I'm <laughs> <laughs> dart. <laughs> Oh, that's great. His nose is the dart. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. He's my boy. I can make fun of him. <laughs> you can make fun of his really pointy nose. He's very pointy. You just see him, like, stick out of the ice for a second. His tail's, like, waving around. <laughs> he just, like, grabs some ice and just tries to make it into, a, like, a makeshift white flag. He waves with his tail. <laughs> And just pulls himself out and just says, okay. Ow. Um, I, do you need to be healed? Did you break your nose? We didn't even fight anything yet. Except for gravity. <laughs> we, fought gravity. <laughs> we fought gravity and lost. <laughs> gravity and I won. Well, <laughs> some, of us, some of us lost. If his nose is like bleeding a little bit, Rowan will heal him. Oh, and you just Aww. see uh, as those ice stuff falls, you just see that golem creature thing just fall with it and just fall deep and deep and deeper into the mountain. And then you just hear, and you see one of those horns just fly up all the way and then just fall back down. Well, there that goes. What the hell is that? <laughs> Do we want to know? I. Mm. <laughs> We just keep walking. He's <laughs> like crossing encounter after encounter as this list is. We're like, huh, there's nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're just, yep. So there are some tight spaces, but you just like feel a winter breeze and this like really tight corridor starts shifting and pulling out and stretching for you guys. And Caitlin goes, see, Delilah's got us covered. <clears throat> The only, nice. way, the only way forward was like maybe Rowan could squeeze through, but now everyone can squeeze through. Awesome. Sweet. Nice. Thank you, Delilah. The little snow wind just makes like a little thumbs up out of snow and then... F- <laughs> <laughs> so as you guys go forward, who do you want in front? 
Andre will take point if no one else does. Yeah, yeah Sari's going to kind of hang back. She's looking around a little bit. Caldrea would like to be towards the front. Okay. Uh, Maybe right behind Andre. Okay. Jitter's flying above Andre and uh, and um, Galdrea. For those unaware, Gavariel are winged elves, so Jitter's got cool little wings. <clears throat> and he... And uh, Rowan, are you like in the back or front? Uh, I think that Rowan's like towards the back or maybe a little bit in the middle. Okay, Caleb's going to take the the furthest rear point because ow, and also light. So he's using his staff to just be the light and behind everyone so they can kind of see, you know? Nice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so as you guys are doing that, um, you come across what seems like an abandoned camp. Oh. Okay. This abandoned campsite. There are like, there what? There looks like there is a tent that was just whittled away by time, and there's like where a fire was once, but now just the wood is toppled over, and it looks like someone made it out as their home here for quite a while. Um, can I make any kind of roll to see about how long this thing has been here? Investigation would be. I also would like to not roll. Bad. Okay, yeah, go for it, Andre. Okay. I roll a 12, not great. Alright, let's see. You just know that whoever is here has been here for a, was here for a while. Mm-hmm. That's a 17. Yeah, you pick up on the same vibe, Andre, except you see, like, a leftover pack. She'll walk over to it. And pick it up. <laughs> see what's as in you, it. As you rifle through it, you see some daggers, some just provisions, you know. But mm. uh, you start to realize um, this is this is familiar. These items you oh. remember them. Mm. You. Remember the dagger especially because you remember giving this dagger to Aster. No way. Andre like drops the pack, the dagger still in her hand, just like uh guys? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She she shows she she shows the um the dagger to the rest of the party. Her hands are shaking a little bit as she does so. Oh? I I gave this to Aster a while back. How while back? Uh, Andre, you would know that this was like before you parted ways the first time. How long ago was that? God, the timeline in my brain is like... <laughs> the timeline. Uh, still pirate Andre? Yeah, still pirate Andre, basically. Okay, okay, okay. Um, like, we're talking before I even came to Tinshul. Like, when we were still part of the, the pirate crew. Caleb so, just came. Sorry. So, you think that maybe this was, like, his old camp or something? 
this might have been where he stayed? I I guess so. I just that that's the best conclusion I can come to. It's just it's she, definitely she looked, oldly abandoned to be a recent encampment. There's no way Aster like came down here after the fact. This had to be old, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she just like keeps staring at this dagger like it's just oh, it's so strange knowing that he, he lived here for so long right under my nose and I didn't even know <laughs> Caleb just kind of looked at looks at Andre and just goes well maybe you could bring some of this back to him he'd probably want to have it because I know when we dealt with Aster in the past things were not good when he was down here he had the curse and all that she nods solemnly yeah I um yeah, <laughs> she just quietly goes about picking up the pack and all the things that might have fallen out of it when she dropped it, and just looking um, around. <laughs> is there anything else that we can investigate? Because I want to try and see if I can find something else. Like, what kind of other thing are you looking for? Just like anything else he might have kept in here. Yeah, you can roll investigation. Okay. Like, I'm not looking for something to, like, take. I guess I'm just more seeing if there's something else in here. Um, it's a 17 plus uh, 2. 19? So you see, like, little drawings that Aster drew. And one of them looks like, looks like the thing you saw. Hmm. Hmm. With the horns and the ice body. And you see other designs that are similar, but equally just weird, you know? Mm. And there's also just a drawing of a big crystal. Ooh, that's interesting. I'm going to take some note of that. Mm. Yeah. And that's really all there is besides just Aster's old stuff and a book that looks like it's like a storybook that they had and... The pages are worn, so it might have been the only book they had to read while they were down here. Oh, mm-hmm. Andre is so sad. He's oh. like knowing that her little brother is like he's fine now, but he lived here and he was hurting, and he was so nearby, and she didn't even know. There's definitely some guilt there. <laughs> oh, do you know what what the book is about? It's like, it's Treasure Island. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's Fantasy Treasure Island. That's cute. And so, as you guys kind of keep, uh, kind of keep moving ahead, I think, because there's not much here. Uh, Galdrea, you weren't really actually. Sorry, wasn't really involved in it either. So sorry, and Gal, as you like, maybe be standing a bit of a ways behind Andre. You know. Mm-hmm. You hear just like a tch, tch, Uh, sorry? Like, yeah, do you hear that? Uh, does that sound like footsteps to you? I mean, it sounds like someone crunching through the snow towards us. And uh, Galdrea unsheathes yeah. Hummingbird, yeah. Uh, sorry. As you listen closer, because I think sorry specifically spent longer in Timshul has more, like, ice sound knowledge. 
I don't sound know. Sounds a little less like footsteps and more like when an icicle falls and hits the floor. Just a shatter. It doesn't sound like someone's walking. More like something's falling, like icicles. Just she kind of picks up a piece of snow from the ground and drops it on the ground, waiting for it to shatter. Like, like that? Uh, I mean, yeah, but what, what does that mean? Um, hey, everybody? Yeah? Yeah? I know I keep pointing out sounds, but, <laughs> uh, Sounds listen. are important. <laughs> you have the best ears of all of us, I think. <laughs> We'll see. Uh, but listen. Like dragon roar to the eardrum. Caleb like adjusts his ear for like puts his finger to his ear and like for a second. Oh, oh the little scars that he has. Oh. Are are you partially deaf? N- not yet. <laughs> oh, not yet. <laughs> Do you need fantasy hearing aids? Maybe in the future. Who knows? No, no, Caleb. Future fantasy hearing aids. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh no. Future fantasy sign language? You guys just... Sorry, as you're like on alert, and Galdrea, while you're on alert, you see these things that look like if just a bunch of icicles were compacted into like quote-unquote legs and quote-unquote arms. <laughs> they, are, they are very small. They're like maybe like half. Like, ice man? Yeah, tiny little ice people. And they look like they are getting, and it looks like what's happening is they're falling, growing, and then walking towards you. Okay. Because they How How big are they? When you say tiny, you mean like, smaller maybe- than giant or bigger than Rowan? Smaller than Rowan, but not by much. Oh, they're tiny. Okay, I'm trying to get a size scale for them in my brain. They're baby size. Head without much effort. They are I could baby pick one size. One and it would die. Okay, like football sized. Maybe a bit bigger. Like I said, like think Rowan's height, but then like maybe a head shorter than Rowan. So like two feet. Cute. Yeah, they're cute. They're small. Hold on that can't be threatening. Look at them. They're adorable. Maybe, They're maybe so hold small. off on fighting them for a second. If they, if they threaten us, we'll fight them. But for now, let's just watch and see what they do. They don't seem threatening. They don't have eyes or anything either. It's just like ice compacted. So you just even like march like through this whole through this hallway. Are they and- actually marching? <laughs> yes. And I'm like. <laughs> blindly steps on where the fire pit was and then just keeps walking and they just like it's very clear that they like melts a little bit oh well it's been out for a long time never mind it's clear there's no like yeah they they don't really sense you they're just walking by do you want to follow them i kind of want to follow them i want to see where they're going sorry just like starts marching in sync with them Come on, do come we, on, let's follow them. Do we want to be quiet while we do this? I don't think they have they can... ears. That's fair. Or eyes. Who knows who, what they're marching to, and what that thing will hear. 
Well, we'll find out soon. I follow after. Okay. Galdrea is going to stealth. Yeah. Jim, yeah, Andre's stealthing too. Peter just looks at both, everyone like splitting up and just goes, go team. And just flies up. <laughs> oh. Right. oh. Go team. Dirty 20 for stealth. Oh. Uh, what about, uh, what about um, Also, hell yeah, for that dirty 20. Uh, let's see. What's 16 plus 13? Um, oh, uh, 29. 29. 29. That. Oh. Nice. Andre's invincible. Andre <laughs> is a god. Andre and Galdan. It's almost she can't roll low anymore. I was gonna say, I rolled it's a impossible. six. I have a plus 14 to stop. <laughs> so good. My <laughs> team ain't looking that bad anymore. I just imagine, uh, Galdre and Andre, like, look at each other, kind of give a small nod, and then, like, you just see them slink into shadow and you can't see them anymore. We just both <laughs> fucking disappear. <laughs> They're just gone. They just poofed out of existence. I don't even remember their names anymore. That's how good they snuck away. <laughs> Caleb, They're Caleb, rogues. It's fine. And just kind of sighs and goes, wish I could do that. And you just Aww. that's my <laughs> Oh, yes. And just goes like, well, I guess I can't really point them out, but you get my point! <laughs> Bless them. As you guys just follow these little marching ice things, you see that they're like walking. They're snowmen. Yeah, you can call them that. As you're walking towards. As you're just following snowmen. As you're following them, you see them like start to reach a point of the mountain. And they have like little icicle arms, you know, very pointed. And you just see one of them stop. Pulled up like the blade-like arm. All the others like go up in a line around it, and they just start hacking at the wall of this mountain. Hmm. 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 <laughs> they, don't <notice> you. <clears throat> they don't notice you yet. Again, they seem to be not very bright, but they're just digging through the mountain. Can I pick one up? <laughs> You can absolutely would it, do that. Would it give me frostbite or like stick to my hand or something? You will not know until you try. Okay, I do it then. You pick one up <clears throat> and it just like keeps, it doesn't really feel that cold. It's like if you try to like lift up a popsicle. <laughs> okay. Without the stick. <laughs> just grab oh, a popsicle. Okay. You and, like those crazy pop things? Yeah. You know, like yeah. thing? So if you hold it for too long, it might get pretty bad, but for right now, it's not so bad. Um, you can lift it with relative ease, and it, like, as you're holding it, you notice, like, the blue clear just start to get, like, a little murky. And it, like, looks, it starts to, like, seemingly look down and just, like, start flailing like something's wrong. Oh! <laughs> Oh. Why are they kind of cute? Why do I kind of <laughs> want one? I want- I need one! Sorry, and, I just got turns to the other ones and says, He's- it's panicking! Also, I'm naming it Popsicle. And she sets it down. <laughs> oh. as, as Popsicle flails, it looks at you, sorry, and like tilts its non-existent head, and then like marches right next to you, and just like stands at attention at your side. <gasps> oh my god, sorry! Yes! <laughs> Oh, I think, it, I think it likes Kayla? you. Kayla, <laughs> Kayla, yeah. what? 
She just like motions at it, like it's imprinted on me like a baby duck. Others, <laughs> <laughs> however, turn at Sari seeing this, like lift up their little blade arms and then clink them together, <laughs> and then look at each other, look at Sari, look at each other, look at Sari, and like oh start backing as if like we don't want no trouble. We don't want no trouble. <laughs> <laughs> And, and she pick up a few more. Um, you could try, but if you start making movement, they will start dashing into the hole they made in the mountain. Oh, okay. And, like, their their um, little blade arms are up and they're swinging. I mean, they're... yeah. Think about how huge Sari is in comparison to these things. It's true. They're babies. Babies. Oh no. <laughs> And as they're running, you get the sense that they're maybe running to something. They, like, were digging a hole for a reason. And one of them, like, cracks a hole in its, like, blade arm and then, like, lets the ice swing, swings its arm around and starts making noise, like a whooshing sound through the hole, as if it's trying to cause some sort of alert, you know? Oh. Oh. Hey, hey, B. Yeah. Um, can I try to use the star-touched thing where I can ask, where I have to roll a percentile, like that thing? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. So, Galdrea, right. as you're doing this, you're, like, once Shadowfell tattoos glow and map out, like, constellations on the side of your face, and it glows a bit, and you can roll a percentile dice. I rolled a 14. You... So amazing. Oh my god. Um, Holy shit! <laughs> it, worked. Um, it was kind of like divine intervention where it has to be rolling under your level on a, on a percentile dice. So, holy shit. That's awesome. Um, Hell yeah. You kind of trance out for a second and you just feel yourself kind of become one with the cosmos and you can ask a question. Ooh, that's cool. What else dwells in this mountain? And you just hear a voice reply to you with, Oh, that's a long and sordid story. You're on the right track. These creatures are made from a force deeper within, the force that your snow spirit friend found. These little ones, however, they're scouts. And they've just alerted one of their leaders to your presence. Oh, God. Um... Fuck. Okay. <laughs> and as you trance out, the little ones keep like marching and running and making that noise, and you hear them start making like little trumpety sounds. Like, oh, no. <laughs> oh my gosh, they're so cute. <laughs> um, they're so cute. <sighs> and as they all just kind of like make it to a clearing, <clears throat> one of them like puts their little their little arms together, hoists itself up, and then makes one big like horn blast sound. <laughs> this is so cute. While this is happening, Galdrea relays that information to everybody else. Okay. Um, so what you're saying is I really shouldn't have picked up Popsicle. You should not have picked up Popsicle, but it's fine. Is he? Is Popsicle still standing by me? Yes, Popsicle, Popsicle is standing by you, and you're noticing Popsicle's colors start getting a bit more purple. Well, this is interesting. It's turning purple. Um, purple ice. Is it grape flavored? Oh, 
do not please do not experiment with that. That's amazing. Sorry, just slowly inching closer, like trying to lick it. Do not. Do not. You're not my mom. You're not my dad. You're not one of my three moms. Sorry, just face please, I already used a spell slot on Calum to heal his broken nose. Please, please don't. And you realize that- I have my own spells, Rowan. And that is when lurking up to, to greet them is this much bigger ice out thing. Kind of like the elemental you saw before, except no ivory horns. It's this big icy body making this hulking mass with these curved icicles creaming up to the top except there's a gap in its head where a sprout like this vine is growing from and mm. these long claw like ice it's like it's a big icicle elemental with this big like sapling in the center <clears throat> and it like, oh, looks at all of you that's really, really cool and i do out of character be i want to ask is that like a callback to when i we were on this mountain and i cast the grasping vine spell or is this like a different sapling that's growing out of this ice it's a different sapling it's like in the center of this ice it is like ah the ice is around the plant and it's not touching the plant it's designed it is almost preserved around the ice that's so cool plant rustles and and as it rustles just a little bit the arms lift up roll initiative I want to imagine that Sorry, like quickly licks popsicle and then turns around to fight. Okay, Okay, do I have to roll stealth so that she can lick the popsicle before she rolls initiative? Yeah, do it. I cannot believe you're doing it, but you can do that. Hey B, hey B, you're my friend. You know me. True. That's a (laughs) twenty-two. I rolled a 26. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry, Lem. Lem. And it doesn't that, was a like 20, that was a 22 to lick the popsicle in stealth. You I still have to roll initiative. Yeah. Um, Dr. I got a 26. Andre got 17. I got 14. Okay. Rowan? I got 12. Okay. Jitter just kind of goes like, I'll be supporting you guys how I can, but uh, you'll see. And uh, Caleb just goes, I'm going to be dealing with the little ones. I'll try and get them away from here before they alert another. And he just starts running back into the cave. He's like, come and get me, you big dummy. Can I get the popsicles, brothers? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and he like casts a firebolt spell. And then hits like farther into the cave, and all the little ones see that and just. <laughs> no! So, you guys are left with this big thing. Galdrea, you're first. And for size scale, I'm gonna say it's like a bit taller than you. Okay. Oh. Oh, it's not that big. No, it has to fit in this mountain. Oh, I thought it was like huge. Okay. Yeah, um, she's got Hummingbird on. We'll say fire. Okay. Um, yeah, she's just gonna... For those who don't know, Hummingbird is Galdrea's sword, which can switch between elements. It's so cool. Um, yeah, she's just gonna run right up to it, 
and just start wailing on it, I guess. All right. Uh, All right. This might have um, been a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first attack is uh, 21 to hit. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm just g- going to roll my second attack, my offhand, preemptively. Um, that's a 24. Both which hit. I assume also hits. All right. Sorry. This Galdrea does a lot of damage, so sometimes it's really kind of a pain to calculate. It's okay. Um, okay, she doesn't get anything from Ring of Cyrus Warren. She's not going to use a star touch thing, so it's just sneak plus 1d8 plus 1d6. All right, I'm rolling fire damage first. Okay. Um, which is a D6. It's almost uh, like that's a... that's six. <laughs> okay. That's... And I'm rolling my sneak. Um, that's cocked. Cool. That's ten. Uh sixteen. Uh twenty two. Twenty five. Twenty nine. Uh thirty-two. Thirty-six sneak attack damage. That's really good. I'm <clears throat> not done yet. <laughs> oh my god. The rapier. Uh, that's five uh, piercing damage for the rapier and then plus six. Okay. So that's 36 plus 11 plus six, which I have a hunch might be doubled. Um, so yeah. Uh, and that's her first what attack. What gave it away? The ice body or the plant inside? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me do her second attack real quick. Oh my god! Uh, that's <laughs> Jesus Christ. She's intimidating. Is ten heck. piercing damage and three fire damage. Okay, sweet okay. Jesus. I feel like this might be a Halloween situation where we get through one round of combat and it's over. Galdrea <laughs> is built to do damage. Guys. Gal just kills it immediately. We don't <laughs> have to do anything. You do not kill it, but with those two slices through its. Icy abdomen, ice and water are like kind of starting to careen out. Hell yeah! And you see inside of it are vines. Oof. Okay. Oh, and because she's a swashbuckler, does she have any movement left? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. The things, the thing, like appeared right in front of them, trying to like intimidate by lifting its arm up to be all scary. So you were like right in the way. Yeah, and she's just gonna run out of its range. Um, because she's a swashbuckler and she hit it, it doesn't get an attack of opportunity. So okay. It, like, swings at you, but it misses. Yeah. It is now the thing's turn. Um, it's gonna look at Sari and Popsicle and just, like, cl- like hold out one of its clawed arms and breaking from the ice come these long whip-like vines. And oh, sorry. Do you want a handshake? And these, <laughs> it like, swings its arm, and these like three vines swing at sorry. That's okay. That's probably gonna miss. Are you for fucking real? <laughs> no. <laughs> What'd you um, roll? What'd you roll? Oh wait, that's fine. Actually, I rolled eight, eight, and two. Oof. Yeah, I got uh, a seventeen as an AC. You hit. You you miss. Oh, oh god damn it! It's pluses was plus eight, so even at that, it's still a sixteen. And miss. What the hell? <laughs> sorry, you like. Sorry, you double dutch from these vines. Amazing! <laughs> wow, this is really fun. It should be like an actual sport or something. It swings its arm up again, and you just keep double dutch. <laughs> double dutch. She's double dutch champion of the ice mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Rowan's just watching this, like, wow. 
next up is Andre. <laughs> yes, Andre is still double dutching this. Sorry. <laughs> Amazing. I just imagine it's like really pissed off as it double dutches. So sorry. Like, stop it. It's a popsicle du- double dutching. Let me see how good popsicle's doing. Popsicle routine. Popsicle's doing great. Amazing. It's like bouncing around. It's I don't know fun. why we were so scared of this. I mean, Galdrea hit it a few times and now it just wants to jump rope. This is fine. <laughs> uh, I think Rev might be like off AFK for a second. So, uh, sorry, you're up. I don't I don't know that I want to hit it necessarily. You want to keep double dutch jumping? Yeah. <laughs> I can't use this right now, but I just found a very good spell for the situation that we're in. Not for fighting and though. Is it a Rip. humanoid? It's an elemental. Ah, so charm person doesn't work. I would assume no. What about Hideous laughter. You can absolutely die. Uh, you have to make a wisdom saving throw. And I'm rolling it at four. Stop! Okay, let me try something. <laughs> Just stop. Stop. I, I rolled another fucking two. Oh, <laughs> no, me. No. So, with wisdom, <laughs> wisdom is minus two. <laughs> Ah, shit. Okay, you fall prone and you're unable to stand up for the duration. Uh, You just, it just does like a, as it's double dutching, it like puts its other hand on its chest and seemingly starts laughing, trips. (laughs) Oh my god. Um, Well, I guess I win double dutch. The other little... It, it's still stuck there. I guess you're out of initiative. <laughs> <laughs> I solved your ice double Dutch jump rope puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that worked. Oh my god, it's amazing. <laughs> that is. Oh, that was gonna be so much more dramatic. I thought. Oh, that's so funny. We can still kill it. It's just. Laughing. I was gonna say you can let Galdrea get in another round of hits on it. That's up to you, but uh, <laughs> I'll just say, now that it's, like, exposed, the careening icicles don't really matter, and you could just go right into that plant in the center if you wanted. Ooh. I, yeah. I, 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 I drew can, can it I, in. Can I do a thing? Do a thing. Yeah. I have an idea. I do have plant growth. Um, could I use it on those vines? So that they just like extend out and like break the ice that makes up this thing. Yeah, you do like, that. They, yeah. they grow so much that it just like breaks. Yeah. These vines and plants break out of the of the body. They start rooting themselves back into the dirt. And as you cast this spell, the little flowers start. This this creature starts decaying, and in its place is growing these little white flowers. Rowan just, like, smiles to herself. Created a mountain garden. I don't know how that works, but you know Mm -hmm. what? It's pretty. It's pretty and aesthetic. It's kind of like, what what time of year is it currently? It's like... Spring? spring? Yeah, that Mm -hmm. works. And as this is happening, um, the caveway made by those little things has this big, like, 
you know, has a big chasm, and you feel something as you get close to this chasm. You feel like you're close. Ooh. Okay. This whatever presence that uh, Delilah claimed to be feeling, like, now you're starting to feel it. There's, like, this tingle, you're getting goosebumps, your hair stands on end, you go frigid for just a second. Okay. I do- I don't know if this will give me what I want, but I did just realize I have this very cool spell that might be useful in this situation. It's, um, Commune with Nature. Uh, Ooh. You briefly become one with nature and gain knowledge of the surrounding territory. In the outdoors, the spell gives you knowledge of the land within three miles of you. Uh, in caves and other natural underground settings, the radius is limited to 300 feet. The spell doesn't function where nature has been replaced by construction, such as in dungeons and towns. So basically, if I do this, I will gain knowledge of, like, the surrounding territory, as long as it is nature-based. But these, like, creatures are nature-based, so would I get to know if there were any more creatures, like, nearby. Yeah, you would definitely tell that there are more creatures. But what you, what you would be able to commune with by this newly formed garden is that, oh. that something in this cave, that presence, is what's creating these elementals. And that they work to mine out the mountain. You see now those little things carving into the stone and creating like blocks and bricks of stone and bringing them down into this cavern below you see that thing with the giant uh the giant vines being able to wrap itself around big blocks of stone and diamond and just tug them all the way down these ice caves and these littler and that one that you saw in the beginning carving in and with those horns and breaking away into the mountain for more for more mining to be done, carving its way into making new statues, I mean, new caveways and stuff. Oh, wow. Okay. So the spell is to learn the location of things. That's kind mm -hmm. of the purpose. So I now know, like, where these things are you located. You see happening in the mountain and other places, but you see all of them are connecting towards this one deep cave, which is where you're about to enter. And in okay. that cave, all you see is a crystal. Okay, so I sat I sat down in the middle of the garden that I made to do this little ritual, and so my eyes open, and I, like, I stand up, and I'm like, okay, I know what they're doing now, and I know where we need to go. There's this one big mountain with a crystal right at the center, and they're trying to get to it, and I think we need to go there. And that's what we're feeling down that caveway? Jitter asks as he kind of, like, starts to descend. I think. I mean, it's worth a shot, right? I mean, yeah, I guess. Definitely. Okay. And Caleb runs back and goes, I think I lost him. Oh, no. <laughs> did, you, did you kill We double-dutched. No, I didn't kill them. I just ran with fire so long that they, I, I lost them. Is Popsicle still okay? Popsicle was just standing next to you this whole time. <laughs> just vibing. Yeah, he was double-dutching with you. I, I rolled for that. <laughs> I'm just making sure, like, because we kind of ended the monster, it didn't kill Popsicle. You did not kill Popsicle. Popsicle's okay, just vibing. <laughs> also, fun fact, Caleb, Popsicle does not taste like grape, even though he is purple now. 
I could have told you that, but <laughs> mm-hmm. it just tastes cold. Like ice? <laughs> you licked an ice cube, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it did taste like cold and also like pain when I pulled my tongue off. You so licked an ice cold. cube, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's purple. <laughs> Okay, guys, come on. I just start walking towards the fountain. Yeah, Geldre is gonna stealth. Okay. As you guys go deeper in, it like um you guys, a lot of you guys just keep going in and moving in. Uh, as you go deeper, you hear a voice. And it's a voice I did not prepare for, so this is going to be fun. Um, <clears throat> oh, shit. Uh, you guys hear it, but it definitely doesn't notice Galdrea, who's self <laughs> Um And this blue crystal in the center of the room, with these like ropes around it, and this like small puddle of water, just like... It doesn't speak... But it like you sense something in your mind, like static, and then you disturb my slumber. No toes? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No toes? No toes? No toes? Yes, this is No toes's origin story, actually. <laughs> this is his first life out of nine. Yeah, no. <laughs> and. Uh, sorry? For waking you? Oh, I'm sorry, by the way. What business do you have down here? Curiosity. <laughs> uh, Mountain Mama? <laughs> Take me home. <laughs> Country roads. You just see, like, inside, inside this crystal, like, little lights are shifting inside and glowing and moving. And they kind of pause, coalesce, and then spread out as he speaks, and it's just, what business do you have here? And they coalesce again, asking the same question twice. Uh... Friendship? Adventure? Do you seek Love? to... <clears throat> do you seek to... Tr- do you seek payment, or do you seek... Revolution. Hmm. Rowan, Gal, Andre, do we seek payment or revolution? Gal's uh, staying the fuck silent. <laughs> I don't well, think so. We just wanted to figure out what was going on in this mountain. We seek Oh, are you sure about that? The mountain may as well be mine. Everything inside of it is mine. I I fathomed it. I crafted the insides of it. I created the beasts that make this place up. It is mine and you are trespassers. Okay. Well, sorry for disturbing your mountain bye. I start like, (laughs) Pauses and goes, Lord Aldrin? What? That's... That... Hey, Crystal, were you in a past life? <laughs> and it just goes, I gave my soul to this crystal so that way my operation would never end. 
Oh, whoa. And now this kingdom flourishes because of me. This is no longer anyone's kingdom but my own. This mountain is my reign. This world is my reign. I will ensure that this place is, is treated well. I will ensure prosperity for my kingdom. And anyone okay. who can against me is trespassing. So, okay. Hmm. I think about this for a second because. He's. I'm doing this in Rowan's voice, but this is, I probably shouldn't. So, he's he's just he's mining the mountain for eternity. For eternity, so that his kingdom will be rich, right? He thinks so. <clears throat> yeah. But you've never seen any of this mining stuff being put out into Timshul. I see. So it's only. For his kingdom? Mountain itself. This cavern is ornate. Stone and oh. diamond. I see. <sighs> is he... Is this hurting anyone? Or just, like, benefiting him? Daldrea. Like, yes? Roll perception, please. Okay. She's trying to stay hidden as much as she can. Yeah. Ooh. That's pretty good. That's that's pretty good. That is uh, 15 plus 6, 21. You see... Because no one's... Re everyone's kind of looking at the crystal at this moment, I assume. Mm-hmm. you take a moment to really inspect the walls. Mm -hmm. And you see Earth Ganassi. Well, not necessarily Earth Ganassi anymore. Oh, God. Encased in ice. What, they're once like stone-like features, now white as snow. Their hair powdered and their skin that color of an icicle. Yeah. And they are frozen inside the mountain. Mm. Okay. Do I get? But occasionally, you see them. You see them stand at attention in the in the ice itself, and march in place. So I get the idea that this crystal is the one. Is whatever force is controlling these Earth Ganassi? Yep. <clears throat> and is using them to pilot those elementals. Alright, cool. I'm going to attack the crystal. <laughs> okay. Galdrea breaks out of stealth and just dives her blade into the crystal. Yeah, Wait, Galdrea, what are you doing? This was never your mountain. And I want to kind of like kind of gesture my head towards the walls and the earth ganassi and the walls and i'll make my attack oh do i get advantage because would they be considered surprised oh yeah for sure all right yeet all right that's like a 16 plus 11 20 27 okay you definitely just stab right into the crystal and as you do, for a split second, it tries to form, it tries to like split itself and form like these pincers out of its, out of the crystalline mm -hmm. form, but you just stab in too, too fast. Okay. Um, roll damage, should I? Uh, no need. Okay. As you do this, the crystal starts to crack and shatter and fall apart. And then it begins to reform, swirling around, growing in size, 
and shaping itself to look more draconic. Yeah, oh, I, 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 I figured. I cool. <laughs> like we yeah, have enough dragons. And as it reforms, it's not necessarily big. It still has to fit in this chasm, you know. Mm-hmm. But in the center of it is this pink stone, and in the pink stone, you could see what looks like a humanoid shape. Ooh, like silhouette. Mm-hmm. And the silhouette points, and the dragon moves. The soul of Lord Aldric is inside this dragon, fighting one last time to keep its prisoners in the mountain. Final boss time, everyone! Woo! All right. Roll initiative? Question mark. Okay. So Rowan, Rowan was a little bit confused about Galdrea just going right for it because I don't think that she quite understood what was going on. However, when she did that communion with nature, you did talk about how she kind of. Did, did that help her to understand what he was doing? I thought Galdrea like pointed at the yeah, wall. Yeah, Galdrea kind of pointed at the oh, wall. Oh, Galdrea did Skenasi point at the wall. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. So okay, so she knows what's going on now. I just wanted the, to make everyone saw those Ganassi stuck in the mountain and like pantomiming what you think you would see from those ice elementals and things like that. Mm, okay. Uh, and the dragon then stone looks at you and goes. Those fools have me to thank. They'll be useful for eternity. Mm, no. No. <laughs> no, screw like that. that. Okay. Are we rolling initiative? You are. Yeah. I already rolled. I rolled a 26. Okay. That is exactly what you had last time, so that's fine. Yep. Another 14 plus 12, so. I got a 25. Yeah, sorry. 18 plus 7. Uh, 15. Okay. And, okay, that'll work. Um, Galdrea, you're first. All right. Having the same, same deal. Um, um, ooh, that's not, that's not super good. That's 15 to hit. Let me check. You did already damage the crystal already. So, yeah, yeah that hits. Okay, cool. Um, and then for my offhand, just in advance. Yeah, that's 26 to hit 16 plus 10. Where are you hitting? Um, I'm going to aim for its legs. Okay. Um, we'll do sneak attack first. Oh, shoot. My d6s went everywhere. Okay. Eh, not a great roll. 10, 20, uh, 25, 26 sneak attack damage. And then 1d6 fire damage. That's 4 fire damage. Um, and then for the rapier, uh, that's 7 piercing damage. And then 6 more damage on top of that. And this is, I'm assuming, fireside, right? Yeah, I'm on. She, it's back on fire. You cleave through the leg, and just with the heat of the blade and just your raw strength, and maybe a little starlight glow on your on your tattoos for a moment, mm-hmm. the leg flies clean off, and the creature. <laughs> wow! Oh, hell yeah! I'm gonna go for its other leg. The other attack freaking hit. I don't do nearly as much damage, but I think for this one, 
I might use my star touched um, damage ability. Okay. So that'll be, this is just with my normal plus one sword. So that'll be nice eight to start with eight piercing damage. And then I'm going to use, like I said, star touched. That is a 10 on the D12. So that'll be 18 plus five. Okay. You don't through that one as much, but yeah, you notice cracking, and so the creature like kind of lets out a roar and the wing like tries to use those crystalline wings to kick up stuff, but obviously it can't really fly with crystal wings, so yep. it's more like kicking up dirt than anything. Mm-hmm. And you get the sense that those wings are sh- that this thing's body is really strong because as its wings yeah. are like clipping up against those walls, it's starting to make cracks form. Right, cool. And she's not gonna run this time. She's actually gonna stay near it. Okay. And it like that silhouette looks at Galdrea and goes, "What purpose do you think those people will serve outside of these walls? Anything they do outside of my glorious design will be a waste of their potential." She doesn't say anything. She has nothing to say at this point. She's just focused on attacking. Uh, next up is Sari. Alrighty. Uh, I've pre-prepared my dice for this. Good. Uh, Sari's gonna cast fourth level sun- Thunder Wave. <laughs> so cool! Where are you gonna hit it? Sweet. Uh, ooh. Hmm. For what 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 options do I have? Because so now the draconic head. There's like a stone draconic head. There's like in the where the chest area would be is where that core is, and the silhouette of this humanoid is. There are these two big crystal wings, smaller hands, a big long tail, and a half cleaved leg. And now it's kind of like lifting itself off of its arms, and it's kind of looking more bipedal than it did before. Mm. It does, Thunderwave is a 15-foot um, cube. Right, so I guess it would hit the whole thing. So she could hit all of it. You could do that. I'm, I'm pro that. I'm down for that. Right, cool. Uh, can you make a con save? This thing can. It is a crystal, so it's a little... I don't know how good constitution is for a walking piece of rock. But it is also not good. Uh, so that's a nine plus. Yeah, it's not great. Is <laughs> it under fifteen? Oh yeah, I rolled a nine. Okay, there's all my fourth level spell slots, and I've got out five d eight to prepare for this. Whoa. Um. Okay. That's one, two. That's t- twelve. 16 points of damage. You blast this thing in this cube, and those wings, like, beat back and hit those walls again, causing more visible cracks. And it just, the silhouette looks at Sari and just, what are you doing? Uh. They have no home outside this cave. Think about how long these people have been gone. There's no place for them. Their families are long since extinct. There's no hope for them. Let them work, live out their days being useful, at least. That's the most mercy I could have ever provided. You see, when you sound like that, though, you don't sound like you're gonna 
help these people? And the dragon like, down and roars instead of answering you. Uh, can I do a bonus action and do flurry of blows, maybe? What do you want to hit? Uh, we'll say an option for things to hit is those cracked walls. I she oh. she notices the cracked walls. She gonna punch the cracked walls. Sorry, yes. you run from it, and it's gonna try and bite you as you leave. Um, okay. So let me try. It rolled a four. So you know, whoever no, thought I'm... that stone would have good reflexes, it slowly misses you, and you just run and make a running punch into the wall. Okay. Do it. Do I get yeah, to roll? roll? Yeah, roll to hit. Uh, to hit roll would be less if you hit the wall, right, or like if you damage or to your wall or your hand. Uh, that was a twenty-one to hit the wall. Oh, okay, don't roll damage because it's a wall. Just roll your hits. Okie doke. Uh, I get to hit twice because flurry blows. That's a seven plus ten. That's seventeen. All right, you punch this wall twice and chip away. And an Earth Ganassi, or once Earth Ganassi, falls out. And they, like, look at you, and they, like, kind of rub their eyes and go, What? Who? Where am I? And the dragon sees this, and some of the light from the crystal starts to turn to gray, and that crystal becomes more of just sedimentary stone. What are you doing? And you see the human, this humanoid shadow just clutch at its heart as if it just, like, suffered pain there. Mm. Uh, hi, my name is, uh, Sariana, uh, sorry, um, who are you, new friend that I, she's like shaking her hand out to relieve the stinging as she's talking, just, who are you, new friend that I, ow, freed from the, ow, that hurts, wall? <laughs> my name, my name was Granite. But I don't think that's right anymore. And this person like kind of looks at their white hair and their snow, and they just go like, "Uh, call me Chris." Mm. Oh, all right, nice to meet you, Chris. They nod and um, look at the others and go, "You're gonna save my friends, right?" Oh yeah, definitely. Um. I might and- want to get some gloves first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Rowan, you're up. Okay. So I see that happen. And I'm I'm not going to target him. I'm going to try to get more people out of these walls. Because that seems to hurt him. So um, I'm going to do... Um, let me see. I have a few ideas for what might be best for this. I I also have Thunder Wave. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also have Mold Earth. But I don't know if that'll do what I want it to. Mold Earth is a lot more like shaping stuff and less like shaking stuff. Yeah. So I think that I'm, I'm going to cast another Thunder Wave. Okay. There's no real need to con save for a wall. But... It's a 30-foot cube, you said, right? That's that's the size? Yeah. Okay. So you blast this thunder wave into the wall where Sari made a dent, and it just shatters wide open, and three more of these Ganassi, like, shake up and wake up. 
and you see the dragon like roar again and more of the crystal like fading out and the head starts like eroding now the head of the dragon and the wings start to like lose their luster and this core just starts to shrink in its once magnificent purple color and it points at Rowan and goes stop you don't know what you're doing you're damning them to a life of useless service there's no place so. outside of these walls they're only safe with me when I where I can use them for you might think that but you'd be surprised at what people can do when they're given the opportunity and I wish that I had said that before I cast the spell, because that would have been cooler, but... It's Jitter's turn. Someone else do something cool. And Jitter's going to look at Galdrea and just go, So, I have an idea. Okay. Sorry, punch the wall, yeah? Yes. Yeah, ow. He rubs his hands together and go, I can't punch a wall, but I can't... He casts Bigby's hand. Nice! Nice! <laughs> the hand, like clenches up into a fist, kind of wiggles a little bit as Jitter does, and he just swings it into the wall at max force. Nice. nice. And it like this other wall just has a few ice ganasi come out and the the dragon like each time another ganasi is freed, it like loses more of its shine. This time one of the arms erodes away completely and it like starts looking like it's limping towards you guys. Well, isn't one of its legs just straight up chopped off anyways? Oh, yeah. yeah, so now <laughs> it's one leg and one arm, and the arm is using it to, like, pull this hefty body of stone towards you. Oh, no. Ugh. Like, it is kind of pitiful, admittedly. Jira looks at Galdrea and just, like, gives her two thumbs up. And she gives, big... like, one thumbs up, like, weirdly around the hilt of her sword, so the sword, like, goes sideways in a weird oh. way. And with Caleb's turn, let's see what he... Caleb has a lot of offensive spells. This might be a problem. <laughs> ah. Oh. Actually, this might actually be really cool. Caleb is going to cast Wall of Ice, but he's going to make the Wall of Ice crack into the wall. Nice. Yeah. Another wall. <laughs> nice. Sweet. And it just breaks through, and the other arm falls off. And now it's just this... The wings are starting to wilt, and it just looks at all of you with this weak head. And the core is now on the floor, and you can't even see its like shadow anymore. The silhouette, the dragon's just looking defeated and humbled as you guys are breaking these people out. Top of the order, Gal, you're back. Alrighty. Um, do I have enough time to like ask, like, if I were to yell to everyone else, like, should I go for the core? Would I still get, like, an action bonus action? Oh, for sure. Talking is a free action. Yeah, cool. So she kind of yells to everybody else, like, should I go for the stone? Or the crystal or whatever? Mm. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I very feel like he might be beyond help. But I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Alright, well... Um, she's just gonna go for the wings, then. Okay. Alright, hold on. I actually already rolled. I, like, pre-rolled this turn for the first attack. So the first attack is 22 to hit. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, and then from there, it is, um... 
39, because it didn't attack her. 39 damage plus one fire damage. <laughs> and she's That's a lot. Right through, right through the stone joint that connects the wing to the rest of the dragon. And the wing falls and slides. And almost like a sled, slides right into the last wall. <laughs> oh, ah, nice. nice. And the other wing erodes and does the same thing, sliding into the wall. And now it's just this humble little stone with only the dragon head poking up and <laughs> the core itself. Alright. Um, I'm not going to let this dragon take over anyone else. Like Galdrea was taken over. She's going to go for the core with her last attack. Okay. Well, to hit. That is an 18 plus 10, so 28. <laughs> Say no more. All How right. do you want to do this? Oh, fuck yeah. Um, she wants... Can she work with Jitter and, like, give him kind of a signal? And can Jitter, like, lift her up and then drop her onto the core so she lands on it and pierces the core with her rapier? Yes. Ooh little hand gesture, and I'm gonna assume you're married, you hang out all the time, you probably yeah. trained it. So, huh. like, <laughs> Jitter and, like, sees the Bigby's hand and grins, and moves the hand, grabs the head of the dragon with the Bigby's hand, and mm -hmm. flips where nice. once the core on its belly, now it's on its back, and the core is, like, a direct target. Mm -hmm. And with the dragon flipped over, the hand, like, kind of lays down a bit, and uh, just kind of flings you with, it, with just like its fingers, just boom. Hell yeah. She does like a backflip and then <laughs> lands onto the core and pierces it. Did it probably win to get you like extra air? <laughs> and just right into the center. And as you're just, it's almost like you're drilling through this thing with the force you're pulling in, you know? Yeah and the head starts to erode and the core starts to break and you just hear more icicle shattering sounds and this purple light just blinds you for a moment but you keep going and you just hear screaming that was once powerful and regal slowly as if it was aging in its scream from powerful and regal to old and withered and then silence mm -hmm. and the core light goes out She gets up, cleans off her sword, puts it back in the sheath without a word. And at that, the the walls in the mountain start to just rumble and shake. The last bits of those Ganassi inside are broken free, and all of them, confused about their new form and their new lives, look at all of you. And Caleb just looks at all of them and goes, Okay! I want to protect all of you. We'll get you a home in Timshul. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's run. She yeah. starts cartwheeling. The, oh, mm -hmm. And sorry, the only one of these elementals and things, as you're running, you notice all the elementals look turned off. As the best word I could put, as if they were in mm -hmm. the middle of doing something, and then they just <laughs> fell mm -hmm. over. Popsicle, okay. Popsicle, however, seems to have some, like, is just running and skipping beside you. Aww. Aww. I, love, I love Popsicle with my entire heart. Oh. Can Sari try and wake up the other ones by tapping them? The other ones are shut off. 
Okay. What, what so if you like touched them, they wouldn't turn purple like popsicle. No, they're all like grayed out and shut down. What Caleb explains is what Caleb just goes. What probably happened? Sorry, as they're running, is you probably bonded with popsicle the way that these Ganassi bonded with the other elementals. So maybe the reason that Popsicle didn't shut down is because I'm still alive? And want to be bonded to them? I think when we broke them free, they freed themselves from their bond, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you want you want Popsicle to stick around, so I think that's why it didn't shut off. Hmm. Okay. That's my guess, though. We could probably do more research at home. Speaking of which, run! <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, run! She starts, she picks up Popsicle and puts him, like, in her bag and just oh! starts cartwheeling out. Oh. And you guys run back up and you're realizing, like, you came in through a sled flu. And now oh, man. I realized I said I was going to use Coco for something and I didn't. Oh, no. <laughs> As you're riding Yay. Coco, there's probably, like, 20 of these Ganassi running behind you, just, like, Kind of concerned, a little confused, but Jitter is, like, behind all of them, like, shouting encouragement, just, go, 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 go! Mm -hmm. And as you're going, you see the part where you broke in, but, you know, there's no way out, because there was an ice flue that got shattered. Mm -hmm. And then, Delilah... (laughs) Woo! This, like, kind woman spirit, like, looks at all of you and just, like, makes this upwards at water slide, I guess. It defies logic, but she's a spirit, so who cares? Cool. And you guys just slide up a slide somehow. Who cares? With enough traction, it's possible. Yeah. (laughs) And it's water pushing you up, so. Yeah. And you guys make it back to the center where Delilah, like, looks at all of you. Gives you two thumbs up and silently, like, cracks her knuckles, snaps her fingers. And you look outside and it's warm. Really warm. For Tim Schill. So, like, 60, 70 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> I take off my jacket. <laughs> and <clears throat> you hear Delilah, like, clear her throat like I just did and go, Maybe it's time we had a summer, don't you think? Yeah. And you guys now look outside, and there's a, the sun coming in, and flowers are blooming. It's summer in Tinshul. Woo! And that Woo. is where we end the session. Nice! Aw, <laughs> oh, yay! It's summertime. Oh no, Popsicle's gonna melt! <laughs> no! Popsicle! Is this the plot of Frozen? <laughs> yes. Popsicle, no! Don't worry, Popsicle's oh. fine. They're a magic elemental. They're magic snow machine. Magic. Magic. Well, um, thank you guys for listening. Um, Thanks this- for coming. Enjoy the convention. Yes, oh. have fun, guys. Also, Craig isn't leaving. <laughs> no! Um, <laughs> hi, Craig. Buddy Powell, friend of mine. Craig, buddy. I know you want to hang out with us some more, but please, get out. Craig! Get out of our house. Leave, I'm begging you. Get out of our house.
Please, we love you. Thank you for doing your good recording job, but we need you to get out. Craig, please. Craig, please. Craig. <laughs> <laughs>